Well, hello, everybody. It is your friendly neighborhood impact motivator joining you live from the High Definition Studios here in Impactville. Yes, we are back, ladies and gentlemen, for a special broadcast, a Wednesday night broadcast with someone who I highly esteem and admire. Her name is none other than Celia Kibler. She is the author of Pumped Up Parenting, or she's, she, she's not just the author of one book, she's, a, she's the author of four books. And I'm gonna let her tell you them so I don't mess up all the titles of them. But one thing that I do know is that she is on a quest, ladies and gentlemen, a quest to help thousands and thousands and thousands of parents to stop yelling at their children. Now, Celia has been on our show before, and we've talked a host of things from Genesis to Revelation, literally about parenting. And tonight, I brought her back. It was almost, it, all, it almost didn't happen because Celia and I were just in another room prior to getting here. I couldn't even change my wardrobe, ladies and gentlemen, but that's just how good this lady is and how worthwhile the time is to say, nope, while we got you, we got to use you right now, Celia. We're going to talk about this very important topic called screen time. That's right, mom and dad. You're going to want to pay very, very close attention. We'll probably chop this up into some great reels because screen time has now become synonymous with what's for breakfast. Am I telling the truth, ladies and gentlemen? As Celia has been on a mission to start this year out to help parents, moms, and dads understand that there is truly a need for balance when we're talking about screen time with the kids. Here's what I have recognized, that I have been that one sitting in the restaurant watching the mom sit across from the kid and they're on their, they're both on their electronic devices. And we say now today, well, that's just the way society is. We can't go back to the stone ages. No, we cannot. But we must be able to adapt electronically, but also not lose the human connection that is so important to our child's development. So Celia Kibler is the expert. We brought her here all the way from Maryland. Put your hands together and welcome my friend and yours, Miss Celia Kibler. Welcome, Celia. Thank you, CL. I'm so excited to be here with you. Yes, has, uh, we still do the intros pretty good, right? You're awesome. You, you blow me away. <laughs> well, so, so, so delighted that you are with us. And uh, let's get the preliminaries out the way because you are a podcast host. You're a, an, a dynamic speaker and you know both of us love to talk. So we'll be here to tomorrow if we don't get started. How can people reach you, Celia? Tell us how we can reach you. Well, you can find me almost on any social media site. I'm on all of them pretty much. Uh, Instagram at parenting underscore expert underscore toddlers, Facebook, my website, pumpedupparenting.com. And you can reach out to me and talk to me and ask me questions and message me. I'm always available. She's always available. And again, you can reach her on all of those different platforms and sites. Um, one of the things that I love about Celia is that she, we have such kindred spirits, like we're so much alike. We've decided to self-adopt one another. And so exactly. <laughs> Celia Kibler, C-K, 
and C.L. King, C.K. How much ironic, more, right? How much more could we not be alike? Well, even furthermore, my birthday is February sixth. Her birthday is February the eleventh. So uh, she's my big sister. So anyway, exactly. C.K., you have tell us, and we look alike. We do, just different. <laughs> you have been on this. You've been on this parenting quest for quite some time. Give us a little bit of your background and what kind of got you here today. Well, basically, uh, I I am on a mission to help 10 million parents stop yelling at their kids. My dad was a yeller, and although a great dad, and I loved and adored him, he brought his anger from his childhood and the rage that was planted in him into our family. Mm-hmm. And I've always been one to try to calm situations, which is what happened to me. I've raised five children, two I gave birth to, three I gained through marriage. And I've been successfully parenting a blended family for over 28 years. And I've been a real live mommy for over 41 years. And I'm a grandma to nine kids. And I'm the founder of Pumped Up Parenting, the founder of Fun Fit Family Fitness, co-founder of Fun Fit Family Fitness, and the founder of the Day of Calm Foundation and the International Day of Calm that CL works very well with me on. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, if you if you would like to connect with Celia, I want you to make sure that you do this right now. We just share this in our leadership group. I, I really this is important to me because I no longer am I parenting the way I was so many years ago. I'm more of an advisor now or a an ATM when my when my older kids, you know, my grown kids, you know what I mean? It's a totally different scenario now. But Truthfully, some of the things that Celia has said over the years on this platform and her own has really caused me to reflect and say, ma'am, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to definitely take inventory of myself. And so PumpedUpParenting.com, can they reach you there, Celia? You reach me there. My podcast is Pumped Up Parenting. My book is Raising Happy Toddlers, Happy to Say It Just Won the Mom's Choice Award. And you can get that on Pumped Up Parenting as well, along with my children's books. Yes. And, you know, her book was so phenomenal. When I received it, uh, a parent was watching us. I don't know if you remember that, Celia. And she was just frustrated with, you know, some parenting issues. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give you, I'm going to gift you this book. And it was hard for me to let it go. I'm, t- I'm telling <laughs> you, it was hard uh, because you're so special to me. But y- we gave it to her and she was very, very grateful and thankful uh, that we were able to deposit that into her life. And so pumpedupparenting.com, Celia Kibler, parenting expert looking to help 1 million moms and dads stop yelling at your children and throwing house yes. and throwing house shoes across the room. So Celia, when we talk about this phenomenon, did you have any, um, let's say, hesitation to talk about screen time because screens are literally everywhere we go? Not at all, because parents, for the most part, just let kids stay on screens. They they forget who's in charge. Right. Well, I'll tell you right now, you're in charge. In case, you, in case you're wondering, you're in charge. You're the boss of them. Mm-hmm. And screens, tablets, phones, video games are a privilege. They are not a right. So just saying, well, you know, that's how kids are. They're going to be on screens all the time. You have to find balance like anything else. And you have to use it 
in relation to a child's other obligations. There are other things in life besides playing video games and being on your screen. Wow. That's a very, very, very great point. And you're helping me. I'm listening very closely tonight because, as you know, Sadie Bug uh, is here most of the time with and Pawpaw be doing some of the babysitting duties. Right. <laughs> so I'm listening very closely. I had this show. I'm kind of selfish. I'm doing the show for myself tonight. Um, but but there's, a, you know, let's get into because I know you're an expert in this arena. But what are some of the. What are some of the dangers or some of the drawbacks, right, to too much screen time? Because, uh, and, and, and maybe you can even elaborate. You can take your time. We're, we're not in a hurry. We've been rushing all day. We might as well just take our time. You know, the, some of the setbacks of too much screen time, and do you have some parameters maybe that you can show us that, that can help a parent to say, okay, this is where I need to start because it's just out of control. You're, right. The floor is yours. Absolutely. First of all, the problem with too much screen time, number one, is it is proven to cause irritability, depression, sleeplessness, moodiness, all kinds of attention deficit or disorders, obesity, like it goes on and on. It affects brain development. It affects a child's ability to retain information. What does that mean? They go to school and they don't learn. They can't remember. They're distracted. Wow. You know, and that's the short list. That is the short list. They don't sleep well. Do you know there was a recent study done where they interviewed high school students and 80% of high school students said they go to bed at the earliest two in the morning because they're on their screens. What? Yes. Two in the two morning. Two in the morning. So that means they go to bed at two, they wake up at six. We're talking four hours of sleep. How can you possibly have a successful day without sleep? Remember how they torture prisoners sleep deprivation. Mm. So if kids of today are not sleeping enough, they won't be successful. They're going to be irritable. They're going to be moody. They're going to have attitudes. Drama will break out. And you know how that is, parents. I probably don't have to even go in depth talking about it. Well, one thing that, that you brought up that's a really good point is that, you know, that increased screen time for children um, has not just affected one element, but it's impacted their physical and, and their mental health. Absolutely. Yep. Cognitive health, physical health. It's, it's, it is, <laughs> if it is not under control, you are literally hurting, harming physically. If you want to call it abusing your child, you may not be punching them and beating them, mm -hmm. but are you giving them a chance at life? No. They are becoming basic zombies. Do you know on average, here's some scary statistics. Let's go. On average, a 15 to 18-year-old, think about this, guys. Think about this in, in comparison to how much time you spend at a job employed or right. how much time you spend in college learning. 15 to 18 year olds on average spend seven and a half hours a day on a screen. 
eight to 10 year olds on average spend six hours a day on a screen. That is crazy. Uh, Imagine if they were reading, learning, cooking, cleaning, doing laundry, playing outside, getting fresh air, running around, exercising for six hours a day. Well, you know, that's interesting. And again, we're joined by our guest, the, the, the founder of Pumped Up Parenting. I said her book was Pumped Up Parenting. It's because I was so excited. I didn't even know what that's I was talking about when she came on. <laughs> right. I should know everything about her. Uh, Raising Happy Toddlers, Is that that's the title of your book, right? Correct. One of her books. And she is the founder of Pumped Up Parenting. You can find Celia Kibler, the one that I exclusively know. I can call her on the phone when her phone, Anytime. When her phone isn't on airplane mode. I can call her directly. <laughs> And you can reach out to her at pumpedupparenting.com. She's such because a, my phone was on airplane mode all day. She's such a sister. <laughs> I love her so much. Here's the here's the thing though. You just said you said that the hours that are spent, and I am blown away because we can never get those hours back, Celia. No, nope. never. So you're gonna get you're gonna get some juxtaposed arguments that says, you know, well. This isn't the 1800s. This isn't leave it to beaver isn't on anymore. And, you know, families don't. I would be interested to know that statistic. What families sit down and eat dinner at the dinner table anymore? That's another challenge. Has that become a strange phenomenon, Celia? It has. And it's so it's one of the things I impress upon parents to do. Sit down, eat with your family. And I know life is busy and I know we have careers and jobs. If you can't do it every day, at least do it some days. Right. Find some days that you can sit as a family and eat dinner together without phones. You put your phone away. Have the kids put their phones away. If you are role modeling your phone in your hand all the time, how can you possibly expect a child not to do the same? So that, let's that, let's dive deeper. Again, I'm joined by by my dear guest from Maryland, Celia Kibler. There are there are obviously some good educational things on the screen, but I want you to discuss with us the role that educational content plays on the screens and, and interactive apps, you know what I mean, developing and all that kind of stuff and balancing that with screen time. Because let me just use myself as an example. Right. There's this lady, you probably know her, named Miss Rachel. Yes. She's on she's YouTube. Huge. Phenomenal young lady. And I only knew her because my, Mariah, my daughter, plays Miss Rachel all the time for Sadie Bug. And one day we were playing Miss Rachel, and, and of course, Sadie's singing all the songs and they're doing the sign language and all that. But then I said, you know what? I think what I need to do is turn Miss Rachel off at this particular time in the day. And I need to get down on the floor and play with these toys that's all over my living room and build some blocks with her. And I'm telling you what, it was like, okay, a totally different personality was unearthed when I did that. So yes, educational things are good, but I would like for you to kind of help us understand what parents should consider when, 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 when they're saying, Hey, look, there's education on these things. Uh, how, you know, shouldn't that be good? And that we're not just giving them movies and Disney. Remember that humans are social creatures, right? And because of that, we need a social life. Mm. 
If you are listening to an electronic device as good as they are nowadays, and that is where a child is learning speech, they're going to learn speech based on who they're hearing and how they're hearing it on an electronic device. Mm -hmm. If they are hearing it from a human, if you are actually sitting down and talking with your child and playing on the floor with your child, you are connecting, you are bonding. They are learning all kinds of skills. They learn physical skills, cognitive skills, leadership skills, social skills, spatial awareness. They learn, you know, to follow directions and take turns with other humans. They learn facial expressions different nonverbal cues realize that communication is 80% nonverbal, 20% the words you say. So if you're only hearing words and people are not learning to read the expressions of a face, they are giving up on the majority of communication and how it gets received from one person to another. Wow, that is so powerful. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you guys need to get her as your personal coach. She does personal coaching. Uh, she coaches people all over, uh, throughout the country, parenting tips and solutions and and, and children themselves. Uh, a, a real treasure. I'm, I'm very, very, Greg and I are really funny. We're jealous about people who come on this show because I don't want you on nobody else's show. I'm, I'm, a, I'm possessive. I don't want Celia to go nowhere. <laughs> Truthfully, she's high in demand, and uh, we have to really do some juggling to get her on the show with us because our schedules are like crazy. But one of the things that I want you to know is that she really does care about this message, uh, this end-time message, if you will, about, hey, man, you parents can be successful out there. We're going to give you some tools, but we want you to be successful in them. And uh, I want to I want to circle back to that that time frame. You said that there was times you gave two different buckets in which kids spend so much time on their screen. What were those again? You remember the age group? Like the time frame, like how long they're on their screens per day. Oh, yeah. So 15 to 18 year olds on average, seven and a half hours a day. Eight to 10 year olds on average, six hours a day. And little kids on average, three to four hours a day. Oh, Lord, please. Our little minds, Mm. because people use it as babysitting. Wow. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I did a study. I thought I was waxing poetic and I was hoping Celia didn't see this. But I I did a study on how much uh, we scroll on average per day. uh, And it's 28,000 feet (laughs) per day. That's the that is the height of Mount Everest. (laughs) That's crazy. It's crazy, isn't it? And so and so when we talk about when we talk about the concerns and, and 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 all of that, are there any, you know, when you when you help people get through this, what are some key factors that parents should consider when determining appropriate screen time for their kids? So let let me throw this little bit of information on and I will get to that. Go ahead. What you know, screen time, screens, video games are not the enemy. They are not like the end all, the end all, and they're the enemy for your children. Right. Something to know is that my own son 
is in the gaming industry. Okay. He works for a top gaming company designing video games. He has always had a passion for video games. But was he allowed as a child to just play video games all the time? No. Did he go and get a bachelor's degree in science of digital entertainment, simulation, digital entertainment? Yes. It's always been video games. They're not the enemy. Okay. The enemy is you're deciding that they can overrule you. Everything has to be in balance. Right. Your children have household responsibilities. They have homework. They have school. They have food. They have playing outside. They have, they may have pets they have to take care of. They may have to do their laundry. They have other responsibilities. They have homework, which by the way, never let your child do homework with a phone on a desk or anywhere near them. Okay. Those obligations have to be in and sleep. Did I miss sleep? They have to sleep. Yeah. That other thing called those, that other thing, those obligations have to be in balance. And then video games fit in there somewhere. Mm. It's not, Oh, we have video games or we have screen time. And then, Oh honey, after you're done, the three hours you just spent, you really do need to do your homework. Mm. You have to list your priorities. You have to create a schedule and create it with your child. So they have skin in the game. Yeah. You know, sit down say, okay, let's plan a daily schedule, guys. Let's get this. And yes, you can include some video game time. But I really recommend you recommend for you, and this is something you guys can write down. Have a video game bank. What do I mean by that? Go ahead. So every weekday, and I'm just suggesting this, this can be whatever you want. Each child has a half hour of video game play. That's their bank. Right now in the bank is a half hour. On the weekends, there's an hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now they can earn video game time. You can do it by five minutes or 10 minutes. I don't recommend a whole lot more. So say they get all their chores done. Everything gets done. It's, you know, whatever your expectations are, their responsibilities, everything gets done. If you do that each day, you gain 10 minutes of screen time a day. Right. Now on a, on a weekday, they have 40 minutes of screen time. But I actually recommend that you add that screen time to the weekends, not the weekday. Because there's so many other things they have to get done in a weekday, not enough time. So if you're going to add video time or screen time, add it to the weekend hours. But they can earn it. Say you're trying to get them to create some new habits. Maybe they're learning how to set the table. Maybe they're learning how to do laundry. Maybe they're learning, you know, every day we're trying, it's the fall, and we're trying to keep the lawns raked or the gardens done they can earn screen time. Mm -hmm. You rake the lawns, you can get 15 minutes of extra screen time. Rake the leaves. So you can have a starting bank of screen time and then your children can earn screen time. Now they could also lose screen time. Right. Because they didn't earn the initial screen time. 
I'm a firm believer when a child earns something, they earn it, they don't get it taken away. Right. But the starting bank can be dwindled down if there is a lack of cooperation or something goes wrong or they start using language and you know, like whatever it is. Right. They can lose that starting bank of screen time. That's a good point. And let me just interject real quick, Celia, because you're talking about screen time in a way that you can co collaboratively work with your kid to help them earn it. And they, they got a starting baseline and they can earn it throughout the day. And if things go awry, uh, they're, they're, they, that bank can be, uh, you know, depleted. Right. And right. Susan Carreras. Thanks, Susan, for your comment. She says this is key. Sharing this with my daughters. Never thought about earning screen time. You see what you see what I'm saying? It's like Celia makes a very good point. She made this early on in the in, in the interview. You'll have to go back and watch it live or you can download the podcast, which our podcasts literally are blasted from galaxy to galaxy. Anywhere you download podcasts, you can get this one right here with our guest Celia Kibler. Find her at pumpedupparenting.com. She said that this is not just a rite of passage. I know I'm paraphrasing, but you did say something along that line, right? That screen. I said, it's not a right. It's a it, privilege. It's not a right. It's a privilege. And what, what has happened? And I've just, I've watched this because, you know, when I first started speaking in schools and, and the VP says, hello, he is on, he flew in uh, from parts unknown just to make it online with us. The VP, ladies and gentlemen, Greg Smith is in the house. Hi, Greg. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> When he and I first started speaking in schools, back when there was like VCRs and stuff like that, right? Cassette <laughs> tapes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Number one, we couldn't video. We could not video in the events, except if it was the back of the kids' heads, right? Because there's all this protections. Number two, no kid had cell phones in the school. Like they weren't even allowed to bring them to school. Now, when I go speak at a school. Even in elementary school, the kids take selfies with me after the event on their phone. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And so we have shifted societally. But let me just confirm what Celia Kibler is saying, because I have seen a shift in maybe some of the social engagement and interaction with the kids when I show up. Like, in other words, I'm making my point. If it's 1,000 kids, 2,000 kids, 300 kids, Greg, he can't stand it. He, he likes the idea, but I hold up traffic. I shake every kid's hand before the event, or I try to give them a dap, or I try to talk to them. And back in the days, it was like, look me in the eye, shake me with a firm handshake. And now I've seen more looking down at the ground, very limp handshakes, and it's like, hey, how are you? You know what I mean? So we don't want to remove that critical piece of social interaction, right, Celia? That's right. We need we need to have human connection. Human connection is so important. That is what affected the world with COVID, is we lost human connection. People went into deep depressions. Right. There were all kinds of problems. Why? No human connection. Right. You have to have human connection. That little rectangular box in your hand, humans are on it, but there is no personal connection. You can't hug the person in the screen. That's right. You can't walk and hold hands. 
you can't joke and and shove and do all those silly things we do when we're talking to somebody else face to face. Right. You don't smell them. You don't hear them. Your five senses are not engaged. It is important as humans to engage your senses, all of them. Well, let me ask you this question because I've watched this and I'm using myself as a as a prototype. I always put myself out here. Greg says, nice shirt. This is the shirt that Greg got me for Christmas. And it says, I am. That is a nice. Oh, that is a really nice it's shirt. It's got all these different statements on it. I am. I love it. Kind, wonderful. Really, I'm not any of these things. Greg Smith is. So there. Yes, you are. Um. Let's compare, okay? Because we're not saying all or nothing, right? We're saying Celia says a balance. But I do notice a difference, and maybe you can help us scientifically with this. When I sit down with Sadie Bug and do the pop-up book and read to her, there is a different interaction than when I have the tablet and bring up Miss Rachel. Can you explain that? So basically, it is the need for attention. Mm -hmm. We as human beings need to be visible. If you look at a toddler and the toddler's not getting the attention from their parents, not from Miss Rachel, not from Joe Schmo on the radio, from their parents, they act out. They will do whatever they can do to merely get attention. And attention is attention. They don't care if they're getting negative attention or positive attention. If they're screaming and yelling, throwing tantrums, and their parent comes over and is like, what's going on? Why are you doing this? Attention. Mm -hmm. If they're throwing something and a parent says something to them, attention. Mm. If they are sitting in front of a screen, they may be entertained, but they are not getting positive attention That's from the human beings that they hold dear, their parents, <laughs> their grandparents, people that love them, their siblings. They are not getting attention. They are watching a show, basically. And, and so they're feeling secluded too. So ladies and gentlemen, my friend, my sister, my biological sister, we look just alike. We're twins. We do. Celia Kibler is joining us here at the Impacting Life 24-7 Studios. And we are talking about, because she is the, the founder of Pumped Up Parenting. She's a parenting expert. She's written four books. She's a highly sought-after parenting coach. And we are talking about screen time. And so you gave us you gave us the the hard data on young people and screen time for kids and young people and, and, and little kids. What do you have like recommendations that you could, that you would say would be healthy time frames? because there's this thing on your phone and mine lies. Okay. <laughs> mine says 17 hours of screen time. Right. But let me just say, that I and I got to get out of this because my wife is telling me I it's it's a distraction to me. I cannot go to sleep without some sort of music. So what do I do? I put on the crazy nice cool sounds and I put my headphones on and that's how I go to sleep. So then I'm sleep listening to that for eight hours. So really I don't have seventeen hours of screen time, but it's it's calculating it. So when we look at screen time and we said that it was seven hours for the older kids, et cetera, et cetera. 
what would be some good benchmarks and, and, and maximums that you think would be healthy? Um, and of course that varies with age. Right. So little kids, infants to say two years old, literally don't need any screen time. Okay. So I know people are like, really, really? Have you been a parent? Yes. I've raised five kids. Yes. But I would not offer more than a half hour of like a tablet time. If you're watching a TV show, not a huge fan of them sitting there for an hour, but an hour because it does affect their brain. It has been proven. Right. I know it seems unrealistic to not allow a two-year-old to watch a screen or a TV show. I'm just telling you, it's been statistically, it's been scientifically proven that it affects their brain, but scientifically proven that it affects everyone's brain. But for little kids, the early development is so important. I would not put a screen in front of an infant. I'm sorry. I just wouldn't do it. It's unnecessary. Play with your kids. Talk to your kids. Sing to them. Read to them. There are so many things. Do you know there are like herds of humans that roam this planet that grew up like me without screens and we had fun. Yeah. We had a good time. Imagine that. You, you mean, Can you, you imagine? Had, you actually had fun? Wow. <laughs> we barely had TV. So, you know, it's it's possible. It is possible to do other things about screens. Now, as they're in elementary school, like I said, if you're going to have screen time during the school week, I honestly don't recommend more than a half hour. I have plenty of clients who let their kids have three hours of screen time during the week on weekdays my opinion, way too much. Mm -hmm. Weekdays, my recommendation is a half hour, hour tops. Why? There's just not that much time in a day after school. There isn't. And they need to focus on homework. They need to get fresh air. They need to help around the house. They need to eat. They need to socialize with you, their parents. That's good. That's good. And, and that and that part is important. I think we sometimes maybe miss that. Um, this is one thing that I tried to do when I was parenting m- my kids is that we would sit down at the dinner table almost every night when they were young and go around the room and hear about their day. Right. That, that talking. Whole, Imagine that. That whole communication <laughs> piece. And 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 really, I, I would really try to make an effort to look at them and gesture like it was important what they're what they're saying and i i have to catch myself even now you know if jeremiah comes in here he's 19 six foot five grown man when he comes in here i cannot just be like uh yeah buddy what what you need i have to break away from this and give him my attention because what he his his time i want him to know that his time is important so you're, exactly. and you're and you're right. It's like there's all these things, Celia. I think sometimes it's too much that we got to go to dance and ballet and football and backflips. Yep. You know what I mean? Like these kids are like they got a busier schedule than a, a stockbroker, right? They do. That notwithstanding, I, I I do feel like that that piece that you just said there, that interaction and communication with you is still very, very important. It's, it's important that you connect with them before the day is over, huh, Celia? 
You have to. And remember that if you're talking to your child, your child comes to talk to your teenager comes, whoever comes and you're holding a phone in your hand, visible to them, and you're looking at your phone and scrolling, you are sending a direct message to that child that you are not more important than this. And if this phone rings or I see something, I'm no longer interested in what you're saying. And if you ask a teenager why a teenager separates from their family, they will tell you, nobody listens to me. Nobody cares what I have to say. I might as well be invisible. Nobody values anything of me around this house. And that's what phones and screens do. It makes a family of separated humans. It doesn't create the community that is vital in a family. It separates everyone. Well, you heard that from our our parenting expert, Celia Kibler, and uh, we've had her on multiple times. I think you're just on a rotation, right? I I try to bring you on at least once a quarter. Direct rotate. Yeah, yeah, you just schedule yourself as far as I'm concerned. Hello, Jeff Miller. Jeff Miller, the, the owner of The Market in Cedar Point, and we'll be back with them here in just a few short weeks. If you need to go get some great food, uh, some great whole food, farmer's markets are where to go, and the only one that I go to is The Cedar Point Market with Jeff Miller and of course Mary. So Celia, one of the things that I know, look, I said, what did I say the show was going to be a half an hour? What, what, was, yeah. that? what was that? A half know, an hour? We know ago? better than that. <laughs> we said it was a goal. Yeah, that was a goal. <laughs> that was the high water mark. We never reach it. We always go over. But let me ask you real quick. Tell us about your four books because those are really important, and I want want you to tell people how they can get them. Okay. Well. My book, Raising Happy Toddlers, just won the Mom's Choice Award, available in English and Spanish. I wrote this book like a manual. So you know how parents always go, well, I don't kids come with a manual. Well, I wrote you one. So now they do. So you can look up anything in this book and find successful, cooperative, respectful, fun solutions to something that's challenging you in raising your child. Awesome. I have three children's books all about me being different is fun and I am grateful. And I have a book that my sister and I wrote years ago that is coming up for sale. We actually never published it. It was intended for our teachers in our FunFit company, but it is FunFit Sports and Games. It has 125 games that we set up, created, who they're for, ages, what equipment you need, how to play. So you're wondering what to do with your kids, what what kind of active thing to do with your kids, what you should do when they're bored or they don't have, you know, their the phone time has ended. Whole book, 125 things you can do with your kids right there. And actually this Thursday, tomorrow night, is that tomorrow? Yeah. I'll be doing a masterclass on having family fun, including fun and fitness into family life. Well, that's awesome. And I might have you come over. You're part of our leadership Institute. I might have you come over and teach one of those, just give you the live and just let you go in there and teach uh, one of your, your classes like that, because would love to. it's really, really, really essential. I, 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 what we try to express here at impacting life 24 seven, this is a cathedral of resources, right? And Celia Kibler being you know, you're, you may be a mom or a dad or a family and you're struggling trying to figure out how do I 
everything's going, ev- all the stimulus, I, I feel like I'm losing it. And Celia really does help people re- again get back to center mass uh she's got four amazing children's book the fifth and and also hey showing you how to get active one of the things that i will say celia is when i take sadie bug on a walk uh when we go out there in the yard and we romping around it definitely is a totally different type of interaction as opposed to even when i sit there with her with miss rachel you know what I mean? It's just it is just not the same. Now not. we have, it doesn't have the same joy. There will be a child born, or maybe the last child is born. I don't know. I can't I can't frame it correctly. The last child that was born and raised without electronics. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know what age group that, that there is. are some people that don't have electronics for their families. Yeah, but I mean like electronics, like in and see what happens. What has happened now? It's societal. You know what I mean? It's like right where you go. We post something. Check this out, Celia. When I was doing a big bullying campaign in 2012, we went and did an, uh, c- a campaign with a school. We got a whole school to buy in on it, a middle school, because bullying was pretty bad. So we did this thing called Techno Turnoff Night, right? Now, check this out. The, here, this is, i tell you how long ago this was and how radical we were back then, because they were like, what's the cure for cyberbullying? And we had we had this great cure. You want to know what it was? Turn out. <laughs> that was it. Well, said, I uh, I held up my phone. I said, "When somebody's being mean to you, and they're still, when they're blah 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 on the phone, yada 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 yada." I said, "You could do one simple thing." And I crowd, love it. Crowd got real quiet, and I said, "Turn it off." And all the kids started cheering. Like, right? <laughs> that's all there is to it. You mean there's no science? There's no algorithm? There's no math? No, just turn it off. And to pre- to propose turning off electronics for twelve hours now, you might as well say, let's just overthrow the U.S. government because yeah. we can't do it. And most parents won't do it. Most parents. I always ask. You know, I I I encourage families to have electronic free zones like at mealtime and homework time and before bedtime. And most parents don't do it because they don't want to give up their phones. Right. Yeah. That's the see that that's another good point. Wow. We're just, you've got to be a role model. You have got to consider your behavior and your relationship to electronics. Celia Kibler. You can find her at pumpedupparenting.com. And if somebody was to get a coaching session with you, what what would that look like and how do they go about that? Well, I have great parenting SOS calls and those calls are an hour long. We go dive in depth privately, you and me, and we solve a problem. This is not like, oh, I'm trying to sell you another thing. We're actually going to solve a problem. Are they free? No. Are they reasonable? Yes, they're very reasonable. And if you go to talkwithcelia.com, you can book an SOS call. We can resolve and help you resolve this screen time and get it on your time instead of their time. That's powerful. Greg, put that in the chat for us. Talkwithcelia.com. Uh, if you'd like to book a, a one-on-one session, coaching session with her, I mean, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, if you can get on her schedule, because she is a, like I said, there's there's times I'm like, Celia, I want to get you on the show. And she's like, sorry, can't do nine, can't do 10, can't do 11, can't do 12. We can, do three, the, the we can do three in the morning. <laughs> 
All right, Celia, we'll do a podcast at 4 a.m. How about that? Right. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, is that you, you're, I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, that you're not alone. And Celia Kibler is, is a staple here at Impacting Life 24 7. Uh, I can't, I've lost count how many times she's been with us, and we're going to continue to support her. She's got a big day coming up in April, the International Day of Calm. Uh, we're going to get we'll promote that, talk about that on April 5th, right? Right. Yeah, April that's a, 5th. That's and the a, summit is 5th, 6th, and 7th. And you'll hear the great and powerful C.L. King speaking on April 5th. So yes. April 5th, International Day of Calm. It's and calm on. doesn't mean you can't have fun. Right. You can be fun and you can be calm. Yes, I think I'm probably one of her least calm speakers, so she still lets me let my hair down. Me too. Yep, <laughs> exactly. So, Celia, listen, let's give a word of encouragement to the moms and dads out there. Let, let them know that all hope is not lost on screen time and that it can be done and you can help them. Uh, you got more for them. Take a minute. Give them a word of encouragement, Celia. So here's here's one thing you can start doing right now. Right now. You can choose with your children, talk about with your children, pick three screen-free times in your home, perfect times, meal time, homework time, hour before bedtime. Those are perfect. Everybody connects and gets off their screens and start seeing the good your kids do. Please notice the positive. Make your home a positive home. Start telling them all the good they're doing so they realize that they're great kids because you know what they are really great kids and with a time that don't turn that doesn't turn out so great that's really minimal most of the time they're great kids and i want you to help them to believe in themselves and do that by noticing the good in your house that's so good man i'm telling you what this lady lives it she touches so many lives and uh, we're thankful for you, Celia. We didn't do it in 30 minutes. We did it in an hour. And you know why we did it in an hour? Because somebody needed to hear it. And so it's never time lost when Celia Kibler's in the room. Thank you so much. And we look forward to having you back again real soon, Celia. Thank you, Cel, so much. All right, you take care. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was Celia Kibler, founder of Pumped Up Parenting. And crazy thing is we were in a joint event prior to being here. Yeah, that's fine, Greg. Yeah, you can, yes. Um, that's great, we can do that together. One of the things that I will, I will say about this topic is, you, you know, screens are literally everywhere. You, you, you can't go almost anywhere without seeing some sort of electronic device. And so she wasn't, this, this wasn't an anti, technology conversation but she is saying hey look we don't want to run this train off the cliff and have young people who grow up who can't communicate unless it's on a screen we understand that times have changed and people are not sitting around the the, the for the fireside chat with president roosevelt on an am radio we understand times have changed but that doesn't mean that the effects of parenting have to change and one of the things that she said that really stood out to me was man you know in all the day that you get your child you know home and the little bit of time that you have with them homework you know 
all the things that they have to do, you got to make sure to communicate and connect with them. And uh, this is why Celia Kibler is a parenting expert, highly sought after around the world. So again, thank you so much. We'll be back here tomorrow night with Nisi Jordan, and we'll be discussing her three amazing books, her her mission to raise awareness in her area of advocacy for adults who have gone through childhood traumas. And additionally, not just that, but one of the things that she's really doing is putting voice to her message. In other words, she's sharing the message in a positive atmosphere and arena that is impacting so many lives. So tomorrow night, we will have a special time. You look for the flyer for Nisi Jordan right here on Impacting Life 24-7. Until then, on behalf of Greg, Danny, and the rest of the team here, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.